Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, a podcast not hosted by me, but these guys. I'm Carl Tark. I'm Edgar Mobazir. I'm Jackie's Neil. Basically, what they talk about is pop culture, sports, a lot of shit. Um, I don't know how to put it. It's, it's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. If you ask me to stop, don't start shit. I'm talking sports to politics, to back and forth, to clean the fit. But now I'm coming back from one bling, bling, really big ring. Bosky out with the crowny thing, with the comedians, with the crowny thing. So you better bow down, it's the Coach Kings. the culture kings baby i'm your boy jackies it's me edgar and it is not who you think it is i know you may have been thinking it was somebody else but it is not that person it is me carl have you ever faked your identity any of you guys like have you ever like presented yourself as someone who you weren't yeah starbucks oh Oh, yeah (laughs) Yeah, i'll get fake names at starbucks yeah yeah but oh. you mean like for something serious? I don't know, like in I, any in any extent. I mean, like I've given fake names for like, like cable, to like get like if I didn't pay a cable bill, mm-hmm. like this is back in them young days. <laughs> yeah, and I've won a cable still, and they turn my shit off. I just would give a fake. Oh like, yeah, identity. For I've that done shit. that too. I've uh, yeah. I used to sign up for those um, like when there's cars in the middle of the mall. Mm-hmm. And they're just using your information, selling your information to telemarketing. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. But I would, like, me and my friends would constantly put fake What were some of the identities. names? I can't remember. This is 20, Dude, what if you won one of those cars with one of your fake identities? Did you leave something that could link it to you? Nobody wins those cars. Somebody wins them. No, they don't. Yes, they, they have Is to. Is Fat Assman here? <laughs> fat Assman? <laughs> Amanda Hugging Kiss? <laughs> Your Hyundai Elantra is here. <laughs> I used to do that. We used to have fun doing that. Did you ever do prank calls? Mm-hmm. Oh, all the time. I My brother that. would never prank call people. He would prank call companies. Mm-hmm. So like Sprite, he would call, like I remember one time he called Powerade. And he was like, uh, <laughs> I can't stop sweating blue. I can't stop sweating blue. <laughs> like, cause like those hotlines that they have, mm-hmm. they would just piss the people off. Like they would just always hang up. <laughs> I, there used to be, did you guys, so I don't know if you grew up with this. Well, you probably did the party line. Oh, we yeah. had one called the loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we had our party line in Chicago. And, uh, so, but I would call and then I'm like a teenager and would just, that was like my first like foray into like bits. And mm-hmm. like, I would like, be like an old woman. I mean, hey, hey, baby, I want somebody to come and lick the cobwebs out my pussy. <laughs> oh my god, that's disgusting. How old are you? I was like fifteen. <laughs> Spiders burrowing down there. And then people, people, people would leave me messages too, and just be like, "Man, you need to knock them cobwebs out." <laughs> we used to uh, in AIM chat rooms. Oh, yeah, me and my friends say, yeah. would all get in the chat. Room and start beef with each other. Like, <laughs> like that was always very fun. We just get in the chat room and roast each other, and people would be like, "Oh shit, these niggas is fighting." And then we were like, "Hey man, who is that dude?" They fuck that dude. We all be sitting in the same room, like doing That's this. So it used to be funny. so fun because everybody had sidekicks, and so we'll all just jump in the chat room. I think the closest thing I ever did to that is like in bars. My friend and I would fake break up and like have like these large, like loud breakups. 
and then have like people be like, yo, she was being a bitch, right? And they're like, yeah, she was being a bitch. It was my friend. Like, we were just fucking <laughs> was around. She, was she a white woman or black? She's black. Oh, see, you, yeah, you couldn't do that if it was a white chick. Oh, no, no, no. Everyone would hold me down. Yeah, man. immediately you would have got. <laughs> they would lynch me. Have y'all ever gotten into it? Have you ever gotten an argument with Jess in public? In public? I hate it. When I would get in an argument. I hate it. Yeah, yeah I, I hate it. And I'd be like, I'll can tell we her, stop, please stop, stop this? Yeah. It's a power uh, move. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> trying not to get in trouble? It's, no, I'm <laughs> trying not to get fucking lynched out I, here, man. I was, at a, I was at a bar a couple weeks ago, a bar that I frequent, and I met up with a girl for drinks there before a Herald night, and we got into it about, you know, what everybody's getting. Into. Like, it, I wasn't, it was about sexual assault and stuff like that, and I was just kind of mentioning to her, like, I'm like, I, like, these conversations are so hard to have because people treat them as if like either you're for it or against if you either you're for us or against us. Like, and I was like, well, I mean, there are, there are certain flaws in it. Like I've seen, like I'm just one person and I've seen four dudes like that I've known in my life get caught up on false charges. So I'm like, it does happen. We can't say that it doesn't happen, Mm -hmm. but I'm not trying to say that it happens more than actual sexual assault. I'm never saying that. And then she just started going off and, and I'm just like sitting there very calmly. And I'm like, I understand you're passionate about this. I understand you know, your friends have gone through stuff. I'm sure you have. I know my mother has. I know, but we, you can't do this to me in this bar right now. Mm-mm. Like people are looking at us mm-hmm. and they're looking at me. And so like they're not I'm looking a, at you. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna face. A, and she got very upset with me that I called out her behavior. And that was the last time we like talked. talked. But I think, like, yeah. I think that's was, just like one of those moments of intersectionality, though, where it's like she feels like in that moment that you're not hearing her, and this is another example. Of like, I'm not being heard. No one's respecting me. And to you, it's another example of how you feel like you're being projected as a criminal mm-hmm. or as an attacker. Yeah. And that's just one of those moments where both people's oppressions just come together in such an ugly head. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. I don't know what to do in those moments. Like I, I'm usually at a loss in those moments. I was so peaceful and like sitting with my arms closed. Like I made myself smaller because I'm all like for those who don't know, Culture Kings call is a big boy. <laughs> and so I made myself smaller mm-hmm. and like, I just, I like turned away from her. I'm like, I'm still listening to you, but I'm just going to turn away because I don't want to look threatening over you and stuff. And then she started like doing a little bit of gaslighting. When I said, when I did that, she was like, you're just, you're being an asshole. Yeah. Like you just don't want, and I'm like, I'm not like, I can't, be facing you while you're visibly and obviously upset. Those are just those are those are just two people's experiences running into each other in different ways. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a difficult thing because both of you are valid. I saw a very similar thing. I think we talked about this on the other podcast, but um, Allende posted up a status about how he was walking across the street. And this white woman was walking. Oh, yeah. And I then she this. crossed the other side of yeah. the street. And in the end, they put up a long thing about how to him it felt like being a criminal and reminded him of like, you know, the stereotype of being a rapist and stuff like that is mm-hmm. that's often projected onto black men. Mm-hmm. And a lot of women commented on that. Yeah. Mostly white women. Yeah. Being like, you don't understand what's to be afraid at night and stuff like that. And I, I think both experiences are valid, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe there's a way in how we talk about it, but yeah. it's, it's difficult. I'm going to defend Allende in that one. I mean, simply I, because I've seen white women like, like I've seen, I've been walking behind couples mm-hmm. and the white girl grabs her boyfriend's hand. So I'm like, 
you're protected. Mm-hmm. That's that's your man. I'm mm-hmm. also not paying y'all no attention. Mm-hmm. So it ain't you ain't alone. Like I'm not following you. I'm yeah. just we're just walking. And in. then you do that thing like you said, where you make yourself so small. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I mean, like I think sometimes people don't understand. And I have two points. Some people don't understand, like, like we. I, I think about that. So, yeah. like, if I notice, I've been following like the same girl for over a block. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let me slow the fuck up. Oh, or, yeah. I, I run past her. Yeah. Or, or let me, you let me, past? let me try I, to get I, I past try to go her faster than her. Yeah. Or something, and like, so she don't think I'm like following her yeah. or anything like that. Because I don't, I don't want you to feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Exactly. Because it makes me uncomfortable. Because it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, mm-hmm. it makes me uncomfortable yeah. to know that you're uncomfortable. There's this nigga behind me. <laughs> but like, also, like, I feel that. <laughs> like, I, I understand that women do that for most guys, but yeah, 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 it's different yeah. for us. Because I literally, I was, I always tell this this story, speaking on what that status is about. One night, I parked at at public house, and I was right across the street. Mm-hmm. Where the meters are, mm-hmm. and Patrick, I, I took the last meter, and I was with my friend Patrick McDonald, who is a very nice white man, and he like parked a classically white man, yeah, yeah, and he parked had to park further down the street, mm-hmm. and I got out of my car, and I'm standing on the sidewalk waiting for him, mm-hmm. and this girl like comes around the corner, sees me, and I'm not wearing a hoodie, I'm I'm wearing a hat, of course, I always do, but I'm like. Wearing like a t-shirt. It's like a, a yeah. team t-shirt or something. Yeah. And I'm standing there uh, on my phone. And I always try to pull out my phone, too. So it's like I'm not paying attention to you. I'm not like I'm I'm doing my own thing. Yeah. Like I'm not like lurking. Like she almost runs into Patrick trying to avoid walking past me because <laughs> Patrick's walking in the street. And she also starts to walk in the street. And they almost bump shoulders. Mm-hmm. Like and so it's like you chose who you were scared of. Mm. Like you you're not just scared of men. Yeah. You took the you took the easy way, like yeah, yeah. And so, like when I when I ended, was getting ate up about that, and if he got into that conversation with them too, it was just like, this is a real thing, like, yeah. we, and we also like y'all don't even understand how we have to change the way we are around, yeah. like white women and stuff like that. We like, and it's it's not to say that y'all they're just white women. Yeah, they're true. Yeah. It can be women in, in large, yeah, uh, but it, it is more prevalent. And you feel it when it is somebody opposite race. Yeah. Well, because uh, it's that power dynamic, and we can't yeah. ignore that power dynamic. Like, we've been told the story of Emmett Till since we were, like, little children, right? Yeah, like, yeah, our parents are yeah. just like, be careful, because, you know. Yeah, we've been, told, we've been, like, I don't think they even understand that either. Like, yeah. that's a whole conversation, too. The fact that, like, I'm sure, I know I've had the conversation I've from, had the conversation from, from women from, in my family. I was yeah. raised by all women. I yeah, wasn't raised by yeah. men. So women told me this, like. Be careful, yeah, around white women. Like, and it's like, so is with all this stuff going on. It's like it's different yeah. for us. And also, can I can I just say too to go back to what you said a little bit ago, Edgar, about how they say you don't know how it is to be scared at night. Uh, post get out. Whenever I'm walking down the street alone mm-hmm. in like a nicer neighborhood, mm-hmm. I'll be scared now. Post get out, nigga. It's been like that my whole life. No, nah, but I never felt that. Until get out. Until I saw them, like, <laughs> unless he just a random car driving down the street. <laughs> so like, this nigga about to turn around and snatch me and take my me. brain. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I've been, I've felt scared. I walk scared down the street all the time. I walk with my keys in my hand. Yeah. Oh, I walk with like, my keys in my that's hand. Not, that's not just like a, uh, uh, that's, yeah, that's a black man thing, too. Ever since I got my beats, I've been so terrified that, like, I'm going to get jumped because. For beats? Not for, no, because they're so, they're, um, noise canceling. 
Mm. Yeah. So oh. I'm afraid that like but that see, it's going to gonna run up on me. I, I'm not I mean, going to be aware. I grew me. up in the hood, so like I'm used to walking <laughs> down the street scared. Mm-hmm. But you know to not die. Yeah. But like yeah. back in the day, like if I'm walking in like a nice white suburban neighborhood, I'm like shit. I'm safe as hell. Nah, I don't feel bro. that. No, I don't hell feel that. Because no. you're not from the south. That's yeah. what it is. It's because you're yeah, not like, from the south. Man, <laughs> you know, it ain't no type of fear walking through a, a white ass neighborhood. Like oh man, oh, I went, I, one time this is like uh, this is oh man, it's almost ten years ago. This is like 2008, 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was. Uh, going on dates with this girl who lived in Laguna mm. and she like she was like I'm tired of coming up to LA like I want to come pick you up and bring you down here we can hang out down here and I didn't have a car and uh so she did and we walked we were like walking down Laguna Beach and I'm walking with this girl and oh my gosh like the looks that I got and I was so uncomfortable and so scared and I was telling her like I have to go like I can't, I, I can't be out here. And she was just like, like she got frustrated with me. Like, and this is before any, any semblance of like wokeness. Like yeah. she, she probably would. This she was like a nice girl, Trayvon but, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And she was like, I don't. She might have been fetishizing me. Like she might have been like, ooh, like this. But she also like wanted me to come down to her part of town and didn't even think about how I might be uncomfortable being there at Laguna Beach. <laughs> like. And it was it was weird. I was like, we gotta get out of here. Like, can mm-hmm. we just like go into? And this is before I was old enough to get in the bars. I think I was like twenty. And uh, yeah, that was crazy. She didn't even like bat an eye. She was like upset with me when I said, "Oh, like this is weird. Like, yeah. do you not see these people staring at us?" Yeah. Like she was like, nobody's staring at you. Like, it's all in your head, and it wasn't in my head. It was. It was never in your head. Yeah. But it's because it's an experience. Like I said, these are two experiences clashing into each other like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like for her it's like the idea of like i've never been able to pick my own partner and like i want to bring someone i want to show them off this is important to me Mm -hmm. but then for you it's just like this fear of being in this white space and then just clashing into each other but i i i don't know how to have those conversations be a lot more effective uh because it usually just devolves into two sides being like i'm hurt more Mm -hmm. and Neither side wins in those. Well, one side wins, and it's the white dude just being like, hell yeah. Like, now y'all are fighting each now other. Now you're fighting each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I'm going to go run this company. <laughs> y'all I'm keep fighting about crossing the street. Taxes. Yeah. But, uh, um, can, I, can I change the subject? Please. No, uh, absolutely not. We're talking about this. Takis, <laughs> we're talking about this. Changing the subject. Uh, <laughs> So I think I mean Carl. I know you kind of haven't been watching. I haven't been watching football this year. Have you been watching football this Hell year? Hell yeah! All right. Uh, I take a knee through the whole game, but I watch it. <laughs> I watch the game. I would love to just come to your crib and see you like <laughs> Carl is on, on one, one knee, knee. watching. <laughs> my knees are my knees are bad. <laughs> Three hours of being on my knee it hurts. <laughs> Do you watch? I haven't watched much this year, no. Well, especially because the Giants have been yeah. absolute trash. Geno you know Smith started for the Giants today. Thank crazy. You. I don't know when this episode is going to come out, but y'all, it's old. Okay? <laughs> uh, are y'all watching the Super Bowl? We'll see. All right, then I guess this isn't prevalent to you. Who's playing, who's playing this year again? In, in the, the Super Bowl? Bowl? We no, the, uh, the <laughs> halftime show. The halftime show. Uh, who is this? That's all I care about. Uh, Justin Timberlake. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> he ain't got no uh, song this year? No, he, that's so he got weird. that troll song. That's, that's last year. Is that, what's Take that troll song? Tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was 2016. Yeah, that's his song, though. That's the song got he got out. Got this feeling in Yo, my yeah, body. Yeah, yeah, that's all. 
yeah. Got the <laughs> but also, uh, it's apparently going to be an in sync. Uh, reunion? reunion. Oh, that's gonna, oh, that's gonna be dope. That's gonna be dope. That's gonna <laughs> I, I be dope. Them, I mean, all right, I want them to sing. Like gone? I didn't, I didn't go. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's every black. I think that's. <laughs> I don't want to make excuses, baby. Won't change the fact that you're gone. Uh, that, what else? I think that's every like man who didn't get down with NSYNC's favorite song. I mean, they played it on 106 Park. We talked about this, have we? Before. I don't remember. Well, not on this show. Culture Kings debut on January 10th. But, <laughs> <laughs> we were already debuted for this episode. <laughs> if you're listening to this now, Geno Smith is playing the Super Bowl for the New York Giants. Uh, um, no, if they played it on 106 in part. Wow. And that was like the that was NSYNC's crossover. Into and they also had like uh, culture. Yeah, and they also yeah. had. Uh, uh, that song with Black. Oh, baby, bring it all to me. Remember really? that? Yeah. That was insane? They sang with Oh, they w- sang with, with Black. Oh, okay, so like, okay. Remember Jay-Z Saje? Are you feeling my Tim's, my baggy yeah, yeah, jeans, yeah. my thug appeal? It was like, what? Jay-Z? Jay-Z Saje? Jay-Z Saje? Yeah, dude, I think I'm still going to watch the Super Bowl this year, though. Yeah. I, I, I like the halftime show when it's good. Like, I think that... I mean, again, Bruno Mars. We talked about this before, but he killed it. He's a fa- fantastic performer. Oh, did Beyonce kill it? Uh, I haven't watched it yet. It's on my TiVo. I haven't watched it. You still got TiVo? It, DVR. I still call it TiVo. Uh, Why? That's a brand. Yeah, that's a Haitian thing. Haitian people don't call things by their like. My parents call diapers pampers. Oh, we they do call that. That's so- not a Haitian thing. They call soda coke. Like it's like I don't do that. That's that's regional. That's yeah. You say pop because you're from the Midwest. I say pop. Anna, what you say? You say soda because you're from out here, right? Yeah. What you say, Edgar? Coke. What you say, Cody? (laughs) (laughs) Are you from? Am I the only person that say pop? Yeah, Yeah, pop is trash. Pop is trash. That's the oh, worst. Yeah. That's the worst regional. And they also do. They also do uh, possessive things for all stores uh, in the Midwest. I read about like like they'll call a store Myers. But it's just Meyer. But you guys call oh, yeah, the store Myers. Oh, yeah. They do a possessive noun for all these stores. But it is Myers. This was no, I think that might just Meyer. be like, The store is called Myers. Yeah. But you guys go, oh, let's go to Myers. My grandma do say, like, let's go to Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. But it's just Walmart. It's yeah. not a possessive noun. What do they say when they say take a bath? Do they say get in the tub? Yeah. <laughs> That's what my family said. Yeah. Go, go get, get in the, the tub. tub. They say cut yeah. the lights off. Yeah. I say cut the lights. I off. say cut the lights off. Yeah. You guys want to hear something really weird? Uh, to refer to like the penis, my mom says kulu. Ugh. I don't I, know. I you should make a character of your mom. <laughs> it is Edgar. Edgar. Clean your kulu. <laughs> <laughs> Go get in tub and clean your kulu so I can put your pampers on. <laughs> <laughs> my family says pampers. We also never like we called uh, TV shows like. Family Matters. I didn't know that that show was called Family Matters. I thought it was, it was called show. Steve Urkel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> same. 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 I watched Steve Urkel. Same, same. And Fresh Prince. We did say Fresh Prince. Right. We didn't say because he Smith. was the Fresh yeah. Prince. Yeah. yeah. We said, I'm gonna go watch Fresh Prince. But with Mr. Cooper, we said I'm go watch Mr. Cooper. Yep. We was never hanging with Mr. Cooper. Yeah. Uh, I definitely call Full House Uncle Jesse. I don't remember what I call Full House. <laughs> I think I still called it Full House. Yeah. I think I I mostly you probably missed that phase. No, I watched Full House, but when Mary Kate and Ashley, like, that's why I watched it, which is, like, how young I am, I guess. No, I, no. 
I watched it. They're but I watched age. it for them. I didn't watch I think it. We all That's kind of did. We all like, watched it for the kids. I didn't watch it for DJ. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie was looking right at a certain age, though. So. Yeah, when she got older. She yeah. got Stephanie, you guys ever watched Fuller House? No. I, I watched, watched the it. first episode. It was, was it good? So bad. It was, no, no, it wasn't good. It was one of the worst things on TV. <laughs> it wasn't I watched meant the to fir- be good. I watched the first half of that. And I'm a fan of, like, nostalgia. Yeah. And I even I was like, this shit is trash. Couldn't do it. It was bad. But they got a season two, so what the fuck do I know? I mean, I guess people watched it. Yeah. Kimmy... On there is actually pretty funny. Like yeah, she's she, still very funny. She didn't do nothing. She was a nerd, right? Our like geeky friend, Kimmy yeah. Gibbler. Kimmy Gibbler. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I call that Uncle Jesse. We said Pampers though. Yeah, yeah. I think everybody like for, said for soda. We said uh, drank. Drank. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Drank. drank? Yeah. Get that Go get drank. a drink. Go get a drink after. after and y'all knew y'all meant soda. Yeah. That's Go get funny. me a drink. Go get me a cold drink. What kind you want? Red. Yeah, <laughs> give me that orange. <laughs> yeah, give me that orange drink. Uh, I love it. How about this? Let's uh, let's kick it off. Go to break. I guess that's what we're gonna do. I don't know. We got to figure out a way how to kick shit to break. You could just say we're gonna take a quick break and be right back. How I about you try it. that, Jaquise? We're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. Mm, <laughs> I don't love it. I don't love it. I don't love it. Uh, fuck it. We'll be back. We're back. Did you like that movie? What movie was We're that? Back? The one where the dinosaurs come back and they kid. What? Y'all never saw We're Back? No. no. Yo, Cody, you saw We're Back? Thank you, bro. Word Back? We're Back. We're Back? We're Back. It's a movie where dinosaurs just come back out of nowhere. What year did it come out? Where's the laptop, Anna? <laughs> <laughs> Where's Why Sophie? Y- uh, Sophie had the laptop. <laughs> she be on it. I wasn't born yet. Uh, I was just born. <laughs> <laughs> I was born in 1997. Okay. And when uh, were you born? Ooh. Am I the oldest person in this room? Probably. Jesus, Cody, yeah. tell me you're at least 32. I'm the oldest person in this room. I hate all of you. And what are you writing down? Are you writing marks to edit? No, we got to keep this stuff in. This is what makes the show good. <laughs> yeah, we're going to let everybody know how old you are, Anna. Uh, let's talk about something I want to jump into while we're talking about where dinosaurs or whatever the fuck movie you uh, watched when you were a kid. Uh, so you actually said something on the podcast, Edgar, that made me start thinking about this. I just saw Coco today. Um, the Coco. Was, oh, the, uh, new, the Pixar new, movie. Okay, Pixar movie. The Pixar movie. We Pixar should say movie. new Pixar movie. Uh, the, it's the newest the Pixar, old movie. Pixar movie. <laughs> it is there the latest. Like, there have been like nine Pixar movies since that movie came out. <laughs> this is 2018. <laughs> We're in flying cars. <laughs> we are the Jetsons. Uh, you said something about Pixar, and I agree with you on this. Like Pixar. Oh, are you talking about on Daily Zeitgeist? Yeah, saying something about our. Wait, what uh, network is that on? How, How stuff, stuff works. works. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Take a listen, baby. Established 1990. <laughs> <laughs> how how people are saying, oh, man, it feels so good to be represented. And yeah. you were saying uh, that's kind of bullshit because this is the first thing they've made, which it is. And you said something to that degree. And if you want to say what you said. I think I was just saying that they're like doing like. Like, they're doing, like, the bare minimum. Like, it's, like, bare bones. But, again, you can't be greedy. Like, I was just kind of... Well, 
let me hear your point first right. before I delve so into it. So, and it kind of brought me up to movies like Coco or movies coming out like uh, or out like the Black Panther, mm. uh, which is Marvel's first the black this superhero. current Marvel's first black superhero movie that's come yeah. out. Uh, so yeah, maybe the first, but should we shit on? I don't want to say fake representation, but late representation. Like, is that mm. something to shit on, uh, or is it something like? Yeah, we know. Like, yeah, it's been I, I, right all the time. We got to start somewhere. I struggle with that a lot. I struggle with that a lot. And I think about a show like Empire, which I at times shat on Empire, but then I felt bad about shitting on Empire. Because it's like, should I watch this? Because this is a black show by black people, even though I don't enjoy it and I don't like the quality of it. Is it still worth supporting? Because there is not many other things like it. And I don't know. I don't know what the answer to that is. I don't think is, so. But the answer is no. Yeah. You have to watch anything you don't want to watch. Yeah. But like, yeah. like what Jakees is saying is like shitting on it. So I, I remember reading this article about, I think Margaret Cho had a sitcom in the 90s. And it was bad. And this Asian critic tore it the fuck up. And he, and then like a lot of people sourced that Asian critic's hate of the show as a, as a reason why the show was bad. So the show got canceled. And then that Asian critic, like, talked about later, like, being like, that was our only show. And we didn't have a show after it. All-American Girl, thank you. Uh, they didn't have a show after it until uh, Fresh Off the Boat. And he, interestingly enough, that critic's son is in Fresh Off the Boat. But uh, Who? Who, think, which, who is he? In I don't remember. I was listening to it on a code switch mm -hmm, mm -hmm. on NPR. And he was like, he was saying, like, should I have supported the show just because it was the only Asian American sitcom? This plays into something that I've mentioned before mm -hmm. uh, is the uh, the theory of black mediocrity mm -hmm. and how it can't can, exist. It can't exist. Yeah. Like we can't. We can't be bad at stuff. We got to be the best. It has to be the best yeah. thing. It has yeah. to be so good for people not to shit on it. And even we do. I have a hard time. I don't watch Empire. Yeah. But I, my mom loves it. But I have a hard time uh, shitting on stuff in public. Look, let's think about this. During slavery times, we weren't allowed to congregate with each other except during church. Yeah, that's the And that's time. when we got everything out. That's what we talked about. The reading we was doing, we weren't supposed to be doing. That's when we talked about escape plans and like all that type of stuff. It was church. Mm -hmm. Like that was the only time they left us alone because they were also very religious. So yeah. they were like, "We'll let them at least have that." Yeah. Uh, but uh, we shouldn't shit on our stuff publicly. Mm. You know what I mean? It should be because for it, us. Because it should, it should be, be for us. It be Unless for us. it's bad. Unless it's, yeah. it's like. like a, Extreme Coonan, which Empire is not. I don't it's think it is. It's just melodramatic. Yeah. And it's just not for me. Yeah, it's not for it's me. It's not Coonan. No, I don't uh, think it is. But should we also, to, to kind of even take this a step further, in the instance of Coco, should we also shit on Pixar? Like, well, that's because, the thing, because that's happening with Black Panther. Like, I are think, people uh, shitting on Marvel? Like, yeah, I saw, why haven't you done this before? There's someone why that I follow on uh, Twitter uh, pretty closely. I think her name is Brittany Nichols. And, uh, yeah. you know what I'm talking, and, uh, she was talking about, like, she, what did she call Black Panther? She said, everyone's excited for Black Panther, but I'm good off of that respectability politics. See, that's bullshit to me. I think that's bullshit. But I think she has a valid point, though. I, like, I, I think she has a valid point of, like, is this the only way black people could be presented? Like, 
is this? I think, I think what we should say in those situations, <laughs> as opposed to shitting on it, because we think back to uh, Jackie Clark's show that nobody had ever seen. Which one? Mail order, mail order, mom, or whatever that was oh, going to come yeah, out. Yeah, when everyone just roasted everybody it before. roasted the shit out of it. And that was her story. That was that was that's her what life. She, that was yeah. her life. That was what she knew. And everybody shot on it so hard that they pulled a plug on it. And nobody even nobody read the pilot. Nobody knew what it was about. Yeah, like, and I had an issue with that. Like, I had an issue with that as well. Yeah, me too. But um, we should say, good job, Marvel. Can't wait to see more of this, mm. as opposed to being like "fuck you, Marvel" for right. just doing this in twenty eighteen. Yeah, or don't let this be the last. Yeah, or something like that. Thank you, thank you, Marvel. Now don't let it be the last. Yeah. You see that we will support. Yeah. I think people don't value the black dollar, and True. I think that's the biggest mistake of businesses in in itself. I, yeah. I don't think people value the black dollar, and yeah. we come out in droves when it's something that we want. We come out. We I come guarantee out you. Look at how look at how well Get Out, Get Out did. Get out. Look, crushed. Yeah. Look at how look girls at, trip. Girls trip. Look how well look. girls trip did. I guarantee you this. Black Panther. Look, I don't like I don't like superhero stuff. That's yeah. not my. That's never been my thing. Like superhero stuff has never been my thing. It's never been something that I've been a fan of. But right. I am going to go see Black Panther. Hell yeah! It's gonna and pop. I'm very excited for it. It's gonna pop. And it's gonna be. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm probably gonna go see that at Magic Johnson Theaters. Oh, I'm the so down. Crenshaw. Oh, I'm so down. Is there Let's do it. Some of those. It's not called that anymore. It's called Rave Theaters now. Oh, but it's, okay. at the, it's at the Crenshaw Mall. Let's okay. go. Yeah, I'm that. Like, I'm probably gonna see it multiple times. I'm, I'm see sure it multiple times be for sure. Good parts. We should. It. We should. Uh, I want to review it. Like, because all my white friends are like, "Oh, you want to go watch it?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm down." But maybe the third or fourth time, because like that first time, I want to see. I want to roll deep people. with fucking black I people. See it with black I want to roll deep with black people that first time. Yeah, we yeah. gotta we gotta get a big group at the at the but arc see, light. Yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> understand like, yeah. the arc light. The straight nigga out at the arc light. <laughs> I, I'll go whatever movie pass is, is acceptable. Uh, <laughs> 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 Sell some money out, nigga. What the fuck? <laughs> I am selling ten dollars a month out. Oh yeah, no, he's, that's right. Uh, shit. They still get they still proceeds. get that money. But yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. I, all right. I guess I just don't get that. I'm good on the respectability shit. I'm uh, like, what does that even mean? That means like, what? What does that mean? I don't even get that. It doesn't compute in my brain because I, I guess think, I just don't think like that. I I don't know. I think it's just like to some people, <laughs> to some people, effort isn't enough, and I think that's understandable that's understandable yeah and i think that's what she's saying is just like cool like yeah y'all tried but like it's a weak try like you know what i mean she hasn't even seen the movie yet yeah but you can kind of like tell like what kind of black people they're going to be just by watching the trailer and and i'm not saying that that's a bad thing i completely understand it like ta-nehisi coates in his uh graphic novel of black panther addresses this very topic of like Black Panther's kind of rooted in respectability politics and uh, the idea of, like, worshiping a monarch and all that stuff. Like, he addresses, like, how deep that shit runs in it, which is a very good graphic novel. I recommend it to everyone. Read mm-hmm. Ta-Nehisi Coates' uh, graphic novel of Black Panther. It is so good. Uh, but I still think we can watch it and enjoy it because it guarantees Ryan Coogler another shot. Yeah. That's another person we need to be supporting. Yeah, like, we need, oh Creed, we uh, Creed also did very well. It did very yeah. well, but 
like Creed and Get Out to me are going to be big disappointments in terms of it's going to show that the world still isn't ready for black movies to be considered prestigious films, and uh-huh. that hurts yeah. my feelings. I saw I saw so I saw Get Out once and hadn't watched it again until over the Thanksgiving Thanksgiving weekend. So that was shit almost a year almost a year. A year. Uh, and so I saw it after the whole, it got nominated for comedy. Golden uh, it, well, yeah, they haven't announced the nominations yet, but they it got an, submitted. Or, right, Universal but it got submitted, submitted to that category. Right. Uh, and I watched it again, and I'm looking at it, and I was like, there's nothing comedic about this. Yeah. It wasn't a comedy. It wasn't even, it wasn't even a black comedy. Yeah. No. Uh, and not black, like, like black people comedy, but like, black, a dark comedy. like a dark mm-hmm. comedy. It yeah. wasn't even that. Uh, Y'all submit this movie to a comedy uh, category just for one funny character. Yeah, yeah for, for Lil, Lil Rel. Rel. And it's like, and it's crazy. What, what and just one award too? They just want uh, Daniel. Uh, fuck, I can't remember his name. Uh, the lead actor. They want oh. him to win actor, and Let's they feel call like him he... Daniel O. <laughs> no, I think you're mixing him up with uh, David. Uh... Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you're mixing him up with that dude. Uh, but they. Uh... What's his name? Uh, they're only submitting him to that category so that Daniel Kaluuya can win an acting award. Let me see if that's if it's Kaluuya. Let me see. <laughs> it this. is Kaluuya, bro. I swear to God. Let me see. Yeah, it might be Kaluuya. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to call him David, oh, you can. It's that's no. He's mixing him up with the dude who plays uh, MLK and Selma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but <laughs> they're uh, the only reason why they're submitting him for that is so that he can win the best actor in comedy or musical. That's the only reason why. And that, to me, is insane. Yeah, that's trash. That they don't think that he can compete with other niggas in the drama category. He did so good in that movie. <laughs> he was great in that fucking like, movie. It was like his, like, every look he had. And his, you the way feel his the eyes, fucking pain. Yeah. Like, everything. Oh, dude. my gosh. He did so good in that movie. Like, when he's it's sad begging for her to, like, not... get the keys. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's going dude. off, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I think <laughs> he yelled at this white woman on TV. What what what, what do you think the uh, Oscar chances are? Forget out. Okay, that's another thing. About I think he's gonna grab screenplay. Yeah, he better grab screenplay. I doubt it'll win Best Picture. Yeah. You think it'll get nominated? If I would be, I would be happy with the nomination. I think they'll get a nomination. Like the nominations have been so right. big lately, right? It's but been see, like eight or ten movies lately. Is that, yeah, it's eight to ten. See, is that another thing about like? fake representation or it, like, and should we just be happy about it? like if it gets nominated is it one of those things like well this is the black film of the I year. ran into that with Moonlight last year a lot of people wanted right. Moonlight to win best picture and I wasn't happy about that because I wanted it to win best director because I feel like that's something that we haven't cracked yet did they win it no, they won Best Picture. They won Best Picture. Okay. Uh, what's his no, name? I, they, they, I remember they won Best Picture. They won an award before the big snap. It was right? screenplay. Is it, it was it screenplay? Yeah, they won screenplay, but a black person has won screenplay before uh, for uh, 12 Years a Slave. Oh, yeah. Right. Um, and yeah, I think he was the first person. Uh, what do you... I, so I... I, I wanted to... So we've never won Best Director, which never. is insane to me. Yeah, Ava DuVernay should should have gotten one. Yeah, for Selma. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Spike should have gotten one. For what? Has it I just think been Do mostly? the Right Thing, he could have gotten one for Do the Right Thing. Uh, Crooklyn. I love Kirkland. Probably not Oscar worthy. But uh, I, I think I think Steve McQueen should have gotten one for Twelve Years. Is he black? Yeah, Steve mm-hmm. McQueen. I'm tripping. Who is Steve McQueen? He directed Twelve Years a Slave, Hunger, oh, Lightning McQueen from Cars. Well, no, there is a Steve. <laughs> there is a Steve McQueen that's white. Yeah, the, okay. uh, the action the, star from the seventies. Yeah, I'm plugging yeah. this shit. I might uh, be unplugging it. 
But the, I think sorry, that's, go ahead. I don't know. I think that's like, a, that's a big deal to win Best Director. Best it Picture is. is like cool and all, but that's white producers going home with that award for Moonlight. I apologize if that's too much, but that's white producers going home with that award. That's true. But if Barry Jenkins had won Best Director, that's a fucking accomplishment. He deserved it. That movie was extremely well directed. Yeah. Yeah. Who directed Get Out? Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. Did he direct it? I think he'll get a director you're, you're now. Tri- you're tripping, Carl. You, you dr- you're follow, joking I, right now, right? I don't follow anything. <laughs> you know he wrote it, too. I know he wrote, he wrote it, it, yeah. He wrote it and directed it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He'll get something. That movie was he great, man. What he a good movie. He has to get something. <laughs> My God. What a good movie. I've never seen it. What was, what was it's getting out of Carl right now. Carl's watching it while we're recording the podcast. Wow, this is good. Have you guys seen this? Turn it off. Turn it off. This is good. Also, like... All right, so black actors and black things. Uh, this guy, whatever his name was. David Kuyia. Daniel, Daniel Kaluuya. He's a black actor, Kaluuya. but he's also Brit- he's also British. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And we've Samuel talked Jackson about this. Here? Samuel L. We've Jackson talked about here? this. But I, we haven't talked about this, but I what? want to. Motherfucker? <laughs> Y'all can't find no black Americans? Uh, I know three of them. Is that is that something that people should care about? Do you guys care about that? Nah, oh, man. I wrote a. Uh, I don't know. I only I, care about it when they when their accents are bad. Yeah, <laughs> like I saw one. He was supposed. To, what was what was this? Oh, I can't remember what it was. I don't know anything. But it was supposed supposed to be L. A. And he sounded so East Coast. And it was because that's his American accent. That's his American accent. York. And he was supposed he was supposed to be like an LA gangbanger. So I was like, get this bullshit out of here. <laughs> yeah. That is not right. <laughs> yeah. That's that that pisses me off, dude. Like, all right, I don't mind it because they are black. Yeah. So they are still representing black actors. Yeah. But my thing is, just let them be fucking British. All right, but let me ask like, you a question. Why do they have to put on the American accent? Let me ask you like, a question. Why does it matter? Who do you think could play Stringer Bell better than Idris Elba? Who? Yeah. Who are you talking about? Don Cheadle. You think Don Cheadle could I, do a better Stringer Bell than Idris Elba? I, I didn't why watch not? The Wire. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch The Wire either. Uh, but why not? Why couldn't he? Because Stringer Bell, like the way that Idris played that dude was just like... Idris is great. But That's what Don, I'm saying. But you just would have got a different take on it. If Don Cheadle has started The Wire and we're warped to this date right now, we're talking about why are we not giving more black British actors a chance, you would be like, who could play... Uh, whatever his name is better than Don Cheadle. It's just like you just you're used to him being in that role. So no, it's yeah. that I'm saying that like some of these British dudes come in and they kill it. No, they're great. Idris Elba is a fucking amazing actor. This yeah. dude is an amazing actor. I'm just saying. I I'm not saying I don't. This is just my thought. I don't always understand why it's a need for them to be American and not just be them. Well, because they're, they're usually American. Like if if Get Out was a British dude, I don't think it would have played. As well, nah. It I think have. the I think the point gets missed. I think the point gets missed as well. I agree. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit. Be proud. Be proud of shit. I, yeah, be I, proud I think, of shit. I think we should keep our criticisms to ourselves. Yeah. Uh, as unless it's damaging mm. to the culture. Mm. If, like if, BET. No, I don't think BET is that damaging. So then, how do you feel about? The Boondocks, which was like literally a show that publicly hates and a everything comic black. panel 
I publicly <laughs> criticize black people. I, I just I, I didn't love, love that. You didn't I didn't love it? I didn't love I, I mean the Boondocks was a great show. I yeah. really enjoyed watching it, but at the times where they did shit like like if it's R. Kelly Like that R. Kelly episode. We can criticize R. Kelly. Yeah. And we can we can we can criticize R. Kelly. We absolutely can. But we also have to explore the reason why black people become sheep to people like R. Kelly mm. and like O. J. Simpson. And you don't feel like Aaron McCrider really like explored that a lot? I don't think or? so. I think he just chose the to take those opportunities to shit on black people yeah. for being like dumb in supporting R. Kelly and yeah. his trash. But like that was an episode that got people really heated. That court episode, yeah, where he was like, "That shit's so funny." Though. <laughs> if I didn't want to get paid on, I would have moved out the way. <laughs> I told you <laughs> <laughs> that shit was funny. Yeah, but but then again, I guess the question, like, it kind of runs into that Chappelle show too, thing too, right? Where like a lot of people think that one of the reasons why Chappelle stepped away is because the minister told him, like, "Yo, you're kind of making fun of black people." In a way that white people can laugh at them, and a lot of people felt like he was. I mean, he kind of said that he was getting pressured, like in a way where I think, kind of to your point, which is like, if he was going to make those critiques on Comedy Central at ten thirty at night, was not the time to be making those critiques because it was in front of people that shouldn't be looking at those critiques. We, uh, you know, we can't police that. Mm. Like people are gonna people are gonna see what they want to see in everything they want to see. What does that say? Uh, it says commercial <laughs> breaks. So we'll take a commercial break. So. <laughs> Defeat the purpose. Uh, right <laughs> and, uh, what did you just write on that note? Right um, Leave that in. <laughs> uh, um, what were you saying? What was I saying? You said that we can't police that. Well, we can't police what people see, like what they laugh at and yeah. stuff like that. I think. We have because if we do, it's just gonna send us backwards. Like, yeah. we have to put this stuff out. Like, what was I talking about the other day? Um, with uh, it was, it was something about infighting. I can't, I can't remember what it was. With my friends and I was saying, all we're gonna do is everything we're fighting for now with all the infighting that we do, and it's just gonna cause the people who don't care about anything to remain in power. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what the 2016 election was. Yeah, there was so much infighting on the left that. You know, DT like just dances his way to that yeah, shit because they don't yeah. care. Like, oh, oh, it was maybe it was about uh, Russell Simmons stepping down, and then people yelling at Al Franken to step down. It's like yeah. Al Franken's helping us. Yeah, yeah. Like, and Ooh, he that's also a, that's has, a that's a that's a whole nother fucking conversation. It is, it is, and I'm not trying to defend Al Franken's actions. They were trash. Like, he needs to be punched in the face one good time, sure. But did he like? Has he been accused of rape? No. No. We also, I mean, we, we maybe it's not our place to talk about this, but the levels of punishment for certain crimes. We can talk I think about whatever the fuck we want to talk uh, about. But, <laughs> like, um, the, the levels of punishment for certain crimes. I don't think um, John, John Conyers it was asked to step down, too. Yeah. I think that one is more so because he used public money. In a uh, in a settlement, which is that's just trash. That's okay, illegal. Well, if, if, that's, if, if he's committing crimes, then yeah, let's get him out. Yeah. But like with the Al Franken stuff, it's like, see, this is why the right doesn't care about Roy Moore sleeping with little girls. They don't mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. So that he's gonna win if we are constantly fighting each other and trying to. So then, is that kind of similarly? So then, I think the point that you're making is this: like when they see us, like trashing our black movies and trashing our shit that it's like well they don't even like it themselves they don't even like it yeah mm-hmm. so and that's that why Tyler Perry we don't care how many shitty movies Adam Sandler makes no 
All right. They don't give a I shit. I see your point. I can see uh, that yeah. point. That's, That's what, what I'm saying. Got. We just ha- we have to support in the way that is supported. Yeah. If it's trash, if it's black people getting there, uh, like if the movie is all about cooning and shit, cooning and like the toy <laughs> that Richard Pryor movie where mm-hmm. he, that mm-hmm. white kid bought him. <laughs> like it's like yeah, we ain't got to support that shit. Yeah, yeah. we ain't got to support white people buying black people. But on that note, because Anna wrote on on a new note, <laughs> we are going. To take a break, we're gonna move it right on. back with more CK. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so here's what we're gonna do. New segment time. Or just a segment. Uh we'll see. I'll give you options when we put this together. Uh, let's do the list. It's the list. If you don't know what the list is, let's explain it for you. We're going to just go through and put people on our list. And the list is just whatever the hell we want it to be. It's our shit list. It's our, it's just our list. I don't know. You said something that was good at early anger. What's the list? It's our shit list. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> this That's is exactly enough. what I said. That's good enough. So I'll go first. I got two, I got two, I got one person and one group to put on the list. Hit them. First person, former Chicago Bull, former New York Knick, current Cleveland Cavalier. Whoa. My Chicago brethren, Derek Rose. What? You just made the fucking list. (laughs) Nigga. If you don't put your basketball shoes on and make seventy five million fucking trash. dollars, this is trash. Nah, this is trash. Nah. What you're saying right now is trash. Nah. What you're saying right now is trash. Nah. I'm not even gonna stand for that shit. Nah, you what you're see, saying right now is sitting. trash, bro. You're not standing. You're I'm, 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 that's what I said. I'm not gonna stand for it. <laughs> we don't stand. We sit and talk. That's trash. Uh, that's trash, bro. No, bro. He's let me, sick, let me give you, dog. He's sick. Let me give you. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. This is this is not somebody who is tired of being injured, which I'm sure he is. For years, Derrick Rose would not, he was like, man, I'm not taking pay cuts. I'm not doing this. I'm still a superstar. I'm still that. I'm still this. And now all of a sudden, when he's starting to realize, you know what? Maybe I'm not anymore. Now it's too much. Nah, man. No. Just accept your role. If you're a bench player, be a bench player now. That's fine, dude. You had 10 great, well, not great years, but you had five great years. You had three, four years where you were injured and you weren't doing it. And so now that you're finally coming to the realization that you're not the MVP level player that you were, that you used to be through whatever circumstances, now you don't want to play basketball anymore. That's trash. That's trash to me. If it was truly that he didn't want to continue to injure himself. He's tired of being hurt. He doesn't think it's worth it anymore. Fine. But you can't say to me three years ago, man, I'm not going out there and playing hurt. I got to worry about graduations and all this shit. And now you're saying, I don't know if I can play basketball anymore. It's just too taxing on my heart and my mind. Get the fuck out of here. You're on the list, Derrick Rose. You're on my list. You're on my list. That's so whack to me, Jaquise. This Why? man is clearly depressed, bro. Like, Great. He's looking at his body. He's looking at... Uh, imagine if you couldn't do improv anymore. Imagine if every time you tried to do improv, it gave you migraines that <laughs> fucked you up. Like, you couldn't get out of bed. Like, you were just, like, after doing it. And it just slowed you down. 
and it hurt. It, and this is something that you fucking love to do. You dedicated time, money, and you physically can't do it. Something that you love, you physically can't do. Mm-hmm. That's going to depress the shit out of you. I remember mm-hmm. when Derrick Rose, everyone's just like, doctors cleared him. Why isn't he playing? It's because his brain got fucked up, dog. Mm-hmm. Like, he got mentally scarred from that crazy injury that he had in the playoffs against the Celtics. Right. I'm not disagreeing and, with that. You're, what you're saying is 100% true. So then that's why he's leaving, bro. He can't take that fear and that anxiety anymore. He's then, just like, nothing, no matter what I do, I end up hurt again. I can't continue to do this. Then just change the player that you are, like so many other players have, like Grant Hill, who was supposed to be a superstar. Look, no, I'm not saying they all had to be the same person, and he can be who he is, but, man, like, you, I, walking away from all, all of this right now because you refuse to actually say, you know what, maybe I'm a different player, is trash to me. I wish, I wish we would let black men be weak. He I really wish weak. we could. I really wish we would. There's nothing about him being weak. He can be weak. Derrick Rose can be weak. I'm fine with Derrick Rose being weak. I'm saying that he has refused to actually, like, take a step down in his own brain that he's not the superstar that he used to be anymore. I think I will agree with you on your point that he can change his style. He could have changed his style of play earlier. I don't think he can do that now. I think he's too far along now to do it. He's too banged up to do it. But... Derrick Rose is going to have the greatest comeback we've ever seen. He's this done, year. Carl. He's leaving. I don't think he's done. I don't think he's done. You don't I think, think he's going to leave? He, no. I think, I think he's, when he comes, when he realizes, you know what? No, I'm not leaving. Then he'll come off the list. But right now he's on the list. I just remember watching that UCLA Memphis game back in 08 during March Madness, that, uh, that Final Four game. Mm-hmm. Where you missed the uh, free throws? Uh yeah he missed free throw they ended up winning mm-hmm. uh and it was these two twins from Chicago Keith and Kenneth and they talked so much shit and every L A dude in there was rooting for UCLA like we was all like rooting for UCLA and Russ it's crazy to me that at a certain point Derrick Rose was better than Russell Westbrook it's crazy that's insane it's crazy. He was, dude. And I miss, I, I feel bad for Derrick Rose's career because I he, he was the championship great. that year when they were playing the Celtics. I did too. I thought that they were going to well, win the championship. I thought they were going to win the year in 2011 when the Heat fucking just said, no, you're not going to win. Uh, <laughs> I feel bad for, I feel bad for Derrick Rose. I do. But UCLA had Russell Westbrook and Kevin Love on the same team. And it was Derrick Rose. And Chris Douglas Roberts. You remember him? That was yeah. the next best player on that team. That's crazy. And crazy. Like, Derrick Rose basically doing that by himself. Like, Chris yeah. Douglas Roberts never panned down the NBA. That, that, that's so physically taxing. Yeah. And look it at is. Russell Westbrook and Kevin Love now, both superstar level. Yeah. Second second group I want to put on the list. This will be quick. Fake tough guys. So. <laughs> what happened? Tell the story. I'm not going to get into the story that much. But it's basically a dude who was creeping on a friend and, mm-hmm. like, creeping, like, knowing she got a boyfriend, sliding in DMs. Oh, come on. Like, that type of shit. So I stepped in. I was like, yo, like, slow your roll. Calm down. Blah, blah, blah. Then he comes to my shit. He starts commenting on my shit. That The story is fucking old as time. Uh, but then he throws in the, yo, and stop saying shit about me or I'm going to knock you out. Who's that? that? Shit. Ah! 
somebody. Let me is find this somebody out. that I know? Uh, it's probably a name you've heard, but nobody that you know is like, I don't care who you are. I'll knock you out in front of your friends. Look, first of all, <laughs> first of all. Please, I want you to drive, baby. Uh, first of all, I don't, this dude, I, look, I'm, I'm, I'm not that tall. I'm 5'8", but I weigh a good 190, 185. Uh, this kid is about 5'2". Oh, and oh, he's, yeah, he's crazy. This dude is about five two, weighs a buck twenty. If you gonna be tough, don't be tough with somebody seventy pounds. You're fucking like superior Senior, yeah. and five inches taller than you. Like, dude, I will not. Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, come on. If you gonna be a tough guy, be a smart tough guy. Don't tell somebody. That's like me going to Iffy. And be like, Iffy, I'm going to knock your ass out. Bro, no, Iffy would knock you in the next Tuesday, <laughs> no, I'm bro. I'm fucking not. I'm not. I'd kick you in your balls, maybe. But, like, if I miss, I'm fucked. I got one good shot. And if I don't hit it, he going to knock me the fuck out. Uh, all right. Well, on my uh, list is NBA refs. I think it is insane that in one week, and whenever you guys listen to this, fine, but... Within one week, three NBA superstars got ejected on some trash calls. LeBron James should not have been ejected. He was protecting himself. Uh, Anthony Davis should not have been ejected. He was protecting himself. Kevin Durant should not have been ejected. He was protecting himself. I don't think it's crazy that uh, Anthony Davis got injured in the same week he was asking refs to call more fouls for him. And he got injured to the point where he's out now. I think these refs, for the sake of keeping time in these games and keeping corporations happy, are letting a lot of shit fly because they don't want to slow down the pacing of the game, and it is dangerous for these players. So I think NBA refs, and fuck it, the NBA overall is on my shit list for the kind of shit that they're letting superstars get in, get, uh, getting hurt so they can keep the game pace up. Uh, I agree with you. None of those players should have been ejected. But... And this is not just because this is, I'm going to criticize Kevin Durant. You best criticize LeBron. He, he should not have been ejected. That was trash. Yeah. But did you see how he was acting? He definitely said, he definitely <laughs> walked into that ref and said, fuck you, man. <laughs> it, was, it was whack. I was like, But okay. LeBron charged at the nigga. Like, he I, didn't he, charge at him. He, look, he was like 20 feet behind him, and then he ran over to him, yeah. which most players do. None of them should have been ejected. No. But uh, Kevin acted an ass. And I this has come from Nick Stanage, who is a real diehard Warriors fan. Yeah. Not a bandwagon. Like, and he was just like, yeah, Kevin Durant was whack. I think with KD and LeBron, they both shouldn't have been ejected. But not because what they did wasn't ejectable. They just should be offered a longer leash. Like with LeBron in LeBron's case. And those it's are like just hard, in the those rules. Are hard you fouls. can't throw your fist. That's an automatic technical foul. Draymond so, does it five times a game. Exactly. But he and has that's just to turn away from the ref. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and LeBron did it toward the ref. That's an automatic technical foul. And then he came up and said something. Now, if that would, if he hadn't got that technical foul, that would have probably earned him a T. But as a ref, you gotta know. Someone let me just, just let this today. man say I just his got piece. an update. Someone just got ejected today. Yeah. John Livingston. Oh, a lot of people are getting ejected. The NBA is that's the biggest superstar of the whole list. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a game in my room on my sh shitty fat booty TV. You still uh, got one of the big TVs? This is like in, I was in high school. Oh, and I was watching the game. It was when the Clippers were finally getting. So it was when they made the playoffs for the first time. Mm -hmm. And or the second round of the playoffs, I mean. mm -hmm. 
um, Katino Mobley and all these guys. And Sean Livingston was the main guy. And he was going to be the future of the Clippers. And I remember seeing his knee just go, wow. pow. And I was like, whoa. But I think that speaks to the point of why these guys are getting so heated is they understand what's at stake. Yeah. And they're asking for some protection. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the NBA is lying if they're saying that they're not calling yeah. less fouls this year. I think the NBA, like, really listened to the fans about what's going on. Like, they're trying to create this parody in the league, and I don't love it. Yeah. I don't love it either. Oh. Is that like, your list? Yeah, just NBA refs. Cool. Protect our players. Who you got, Carl Tyre? On my list is the makers of MLB The Show. <laughs> I saw you tweeting about it. It is Ooh, I'm intrigued by this. ridiculous. So I did a road to the show with my player. Yeah. This nigga is now 43 years old. <laughs> and they won't let me retire. <laughs> like, please. Let me retire this guy. Why is he still playing? They don't give you the option to retire anymore. Uh, you just re- it just makes you retire? And it, it, like, I don't know when, when my, uh, my agent is supposed to call me and say, Hey, man, maybe you should hang it up. He was supposed to do that when I was 38. He's 43 now, five years after. He keeps getting sent down, like, and they do this cut scene where it's like, yo, be in the majors. I, first of all, I haven't been getting offered contracts. I have to try out for a new team every year. <laughs> and I always make the team. And, and, and then they'll send me down. So, like, I'll, I'll, make, the, I'll make the MLB roster. I play for, like, 10 teams in the, in the league right at this you point. You should write that as, like, a, a Black Mirror spec. <laughs> this is baseball player. Dude, who's like, I can't stop. Year old. I can't stop. <laughs> His durability is going so low, he gets injured every year. Uh, he put, got put on a 60-day disabled list for a bruised shin. And I'm like, he's old as fuck. <laughs> and they won't let him retire. They will not. I'm like, please, please, please. Because I'm on MLB The Show 16. They had an option. Like, you could retire. You could just right. go in and be like, I can retire, retire right now my NBA 2 Clay player. And You're, I'm only halfway through my first season. Yeah, on Madden. You can retire you can when retire. you get drafted. I fucked yeah. up my player last time, and I just immediately retired him. Yeah. It was like, right off into the sunset. It's like, no, you, have, you didn't take a snap. But, uh, <laughs> but. Like, they won't, like, they have to give you the option to retire. And I'm like, this dude is beat, man. Like, I literally will, like, make a team, and then they go away to this cutscene, and the cutscene is just this white dude narrating. It's silent. Like, you can't, the players don't talk, but then the cutscene will go, um, a skipper has to give his player some unfortunate news. <laughs> and then, <laughs> hey, we're going to send you down to get a tune-up in AAA. And then it gives you the option to, like, respond, like, okay, or this is crap, or whatever. Right, right. And it's like... I've just been being like, yeah, fine. Like, what happens if you say this is crap? Nothing just like brings down your, I don't know, not your like team like, morale or something. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, 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 your work. Uh, yeah, that's but amazing. Now I'm like, I can't level. do this anymore. This dude's been in the league. It is. He came in the league in 2017, and now it's like 2038 or something <laughs> like that. Twenty. Have you won a World Series? With his yeah, player, I want like two. Is he going to be like a bunch the, of minor league championships? Is he going to be like Hall of Famer? Not even close. He's batting at two forty six. Do you put it like all the way up to like Hall of Fame or whatever their their difficulty uh, is? I think the one right under. Okay, because on my too, my career, I don't. It's I'll too hard. Openly admit that. I, yeah. yeah, I just play on. I play on whatever pro level because it, yeah. the mid I level. like dropping sixty and seventy points. Yeah. It's so God fun. damn! I can't even do that. It is. Is I remember I scored on NBA Live 2003. I scored 117 points with Baron Davis. <laughs> it uh, feels fun. It's very fun. It is fun to drop but, um, 50, 60 points. 
Yeah. That's it, great. It was it was killing me. I'm like, please let this man. What does this dude have gambling debts or something? Like, <laughs> and I, I was like, what is going on with this dude? Why can't I? Re- why can't I retire? It's too old. When 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 they finally let your player retire, will you bring it? Will you let us know? Yes. Because I want send to us a video. Send a video. Send I'm, us a video. I'm going home and I'm gonna play. Like, oh yeah, I'm definitely going home. Two three more seasons. Yeah, <laughs> but like. He's got her because I want to start a new player. Like I wasn't able to oh, pan out. Oh, you can't start a new player. In I can, but I don't want to do it while I still got this one. I want yeah. to finish. I want to see this one through. Mm-hmm. But um, that's great, man. Yeah, it is just it's a very annoying. So you on my list? MLB the show seventeen. <laughs> I love it. Derek Rose, fake tough guys, NBA refs, and MLB the show. Uh, 2017. Whoever whoever makes MLB the show, San Diego something. Yeah, yeah, San Diego something. Yeah. You're all on the list. You want to know how you guys won't be on the list? All our listeners, all our loyal listeners, as we start to wrap this motherfucker up, go subscribe to our podcast, rate and review us, catch us on Apple Podcasts. You know where to find it, ladies and gentlemen. Do we got final thoughts? We want to get some final thoughts today. Final thoughts. Jerry Springer's show used to have final thoughts. That's That's your final final thought? thought. No, that's not it. Um, (laughs) What I will say, to final thought on what we've been talking about today, let's support black art if it's worth supporting. And we don't have, like like I said, black mediocrity is something that we need to strive for. I guess, like, I mean, it's cool being the best at everything, you know, best basketball player, baseball player. Best baseball player uh, is black. Is best baseball player black? No. Hispanic, probably. Yeah. Latin, but he's dark. Latinx. He's yeah. a person of color. Uh, yeah. But we we shouldn't shit on it publicly because then that gives other people open range to shit on our stuff. And they're not going to get it. So that's always going to be coming from a, a, a place of being shat on. Of, from a place that is not like how we're shitting on it. And they'll jump in on it and do worse. Yeah. Because yeah. they'll be like, well, you didn't like it, so that's why I didn't like yeah. it. And it's like, yeah. yo, I no. can not like, like, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Edgar? Uh, my final thought is I don't know what it takes for this, like, you know, phenomenon of two different experiences clashing into each other to be resolved. But I believe that looking forward or moving forward, I should say, that's something that we should focus on is how can black men and white women, Asian people and black people, uh, women and, and men, like how can we have these two experiences clash into each other, but then go into it realizing, um, my girlfriend recently said something to me that kind of struck me, which is I fight with you in the hopes of never having this fight again. So perhaps that's a way that we should approach intersectionality is I'm not having this argument to show you that, my experience is worse off than yours or I have it harder. I'm ha- I'm telling you about my experience in the hopes that we don't have to talk about this again in the future. Perhaps that's a way. So that's my final thought. You know, I understand that we're not supposed to compare and contrast experiences and have that fight of who's the most oppressed. But I think it goes without saying that dark-skinned women are the most oppressed people on the planet. Sure. And we're not far away from them. Like, we just have a privilege that we are able to oppress them as well. Yeah. But dark-skinned people, like, just look at history. Like, we sure. can, we don't have to fight about comparison. People just need to wise up and know 
this shit is hardest for us. And sure. We still got a long way to, we've got a lot of shit to work on too. But this shit is harder for us. It is in different ways. This shit is hard. Again, I'm not disagreeing with that fact. I'm just saying that perhaps there's a different hope. Different hope. Uh, here's my final thought. You said something earlier, Carl, that was funny to me. It might be the show Retire My Player. Retire Your Player. Uh, if you ever are thinking, man, life is hard. When I get these days off, I don't know what I'm going to do with my day. I don't know what I'm going to think about. Try to plan my life out. Uh, remember that you have never been a slave who only on Sunday could escape, could talk about your escape plan <laughs> with other people. Yeah. Can you imagine? And you had to sing it. That was what you had to sing. You had to be like, like Wade in the Water. Yeah. It's not a song. It's, it's not, an escape it's a, plan. It's a code. That's <laughs> insane. Plan. Follow <laughs> the drinking gourd. Yeah. Those are escape plans yeah. uh, that you can only talk about once a week. So that's one reason why it took us so long to escape. We had that time. It was insane that they would use their sermons as like shade. Like they would like be like the cinnamon does this, and they're talking about they're talking shit about their master in yeah. their sermons. Yeah. Shit ain't, shit ain't that hard. Shit ain't that hard all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what is hard? We're hard. We're hard as fuck. We're your culture kings. All of our dicks are hard right now. Yep. Uh, we're pressing the tables up. Everybody's uh, on rock. <laughs> <laughs> culture kings, keep the boys on rock, man. <laughs> Subscribe to us. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs>